0: good. <laughs> hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my podcast. notes set up. Then it's you can just always us get- hello on the
1: floor with a chair with the microphone on it. Uh, me always burping. Wait, get in there. <laughs> I'm back. I'm better than
0: Is it ugly? No. I'm usually ugly. I don't mind. (laughs) I don't mind. This is what I got for you.
1: (laughs) 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 That's the setup. Dude, look. Oh my gosh, you came ready. It's because
0: I'm not that good at remembering details like you
1: are. I gotta be like this (laughs) closer.
0: Start with this one. No, this one's pretty good. Because we used to just go like this and it was fine.
1: You're right. You're right. You know what? Wait, who's going first? No, we'll, we'll just figure it out. Just start we'll recording. Just figure it out. It's a, it's been recording for two minutes. Are you kidding me? I was just gonna see when it like when it feels good to go. Bro.
0: So who's gonna go first? Mm. Should we flip a coin? Sure. Do we have a coin? Who carries cash?
1: Who carries cash? Who has a coin to just be? Do you open? have a coin, Taylor? Hold on. I think I'll stop. Oh, here's my wallet. Why do I have this? Oh, oh. I heard something. There's a tampon and headphones. But oh, I hear several a penny. Coins.
0: Okay, you want heads <laughs> or tails? Mm, heads. Heads, you go first. Tails, I go first. Oh sh. Tails. 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 That means I go first. Yeah.
1: Okay, brothers. Wait. Fellas, welcome back to the show.
0: Oh, welcome back. Oh, Briar's
1: back this week. I'm
0: back. Thank you, next, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. So, if it sounds like I'm a little bit sick, it's because I am a little bit sick. (laughs) So, if you're listening to this, please take your precautions, wash your hands often, and take some vitamin C pills. That's your PSA for the day.
1: (laughs) Oh, everyone's a little sick right now. Yeah, you're right. I'm getting
0: there. No, don't.
1: I can't get sick because I got sick last time we went to Burley for the weekend.
0: Yeah, we're going to Burley this weekend.
1: So if you're there, hit us up at Taco B. Whew. We're getting cherry fresh lunch. We're getting cherry fresh lunch. Maybe people that live in Burley listen to this. You're right. Sierra, my friend, you know Sierra? Oh, she followed me. Yeah, she's shout cute. Out.
0: She's so cute. She's so cute. Shout out to Sierra for listening to this. She's like, I love it. I smile the whole time and laugh. I'm like, I love when you smile when we talk about murderers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Esh get it. Oh, this weekend, the reason we're going to Burley is because my brothers are in the Plain Newsies. They're so good.
1: <laughs> Briar's already seen it and we're going back.
0: I've seen it. Did you know I went twice? You went twice? I
1: went every single night I was in Burley that it was available. <laughs> and Ava's coming with us. Yeah. My Ava. L- Big Ava. Big Ava.
0: <laughs> well, my mom said we should call her Avocado because Big Ava's kind of savage yeah it is okay
1: avocado it is all right what are we doing today mm, today we always talk about murder and like other stuff but today we're talking about murder and just whatever so
0: actually today we're talking about murder in utah you're right both of like, these like yeah from utah. both of them are utah murders so that's interesting and it's not ted bundy and frightening and it's not ted bundy no my boy boy with like three eyes. boy that boy do you remember that phase that like people went through when they like we went through a drive-thru and we're like what's your longest yeah boy
1: do you remember that yeah everyone's yeah what's your longest yeah taylor what's your longest
0: yeah boy (laughs) do you even know that means
1: okay do it briar do your longest yeah boy right now
0: no it's an i at the end (laughs)
1: thank you next briar Clear your throat, you're a little sick, (coughs) right in this microphone, do your longest yeah boy for the fans. What
0: if I, like, breathe in really hard and choke? I feel like it's gonna happen. Okay, ready? Okay, let's see.
1: Yeah boy!
0: Skirt! Dude, that was pretty
1: good. That was pretty good. Honestly,
0: I, like, felt my, like, voice (laughs) dipping. I think Simon Cowell would say it was a little pitchy. He probably would. He probably would. He's a savage MF. Anyway.
1: Bless, Bless you, ma'am. <laughs> You're welcome. That's Taylor, our sound girl in the back. She's like Steven. <laughs> She's our Steven. She's going to fact check everything. I got this. Fact checking by
0: oh, Fran's gone.
1: Oh. Shout out to
0: Fran for not being here. We miss you. And thanks for hanging out with me yesterday. Oh, yeah. He said hung out with Fran without Hannah, because <laughs> I had plans, and she texted Briar and said, "Come hang out." So I called and didn't Hannah. Even tell me. So I called Hannah because I like thought they were like talking about this together, and Hannah's like, "Hello," and it sounds weird, and she's like, "I'm in the shower." <laughs> I'm like, "Why would you answer then?" <laughs> so we talk for like ten minutes. I'm just sitting in the warm water,
1: like my hair's not wet yet. I'm just like sitting in it talking to you. Yeah. So
0: she's like, "I have plans." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm still coming over." Bye. So, yeah. (coughs) Alright. Alright. Are you ready? I'm ready. A little ASMR for Ava. I wonder if I have enough eyes. This is my
1: soda. We gotta do ASMR for Ava like once an episode. (laughs) That made me laugh. There you go, Ava.
0: Ava. (coughs) Alright.
1: My murder? Yep. Are you ready for this Uh, Do you know the name? No. You don't know his name? Well, like, I say it wrong every time. (laughs) And it's funny because you say it wrong, but the first names aren't even the same. They're not even close. Bob? Bob and Arthur? Bob and Arthur are not close. You're right. (laughs) I don't know why I heard Bob... I don't know. Okay, just a quick disclaimer. Disclaimer. Breyer might say Bob Bishop, but which I... is a congressman in Utah. But bro, but it ain't you. she doesn't mean Bob Bishop. <coughs> she means Arthur Gary Bishop. All right, I have some notes. She's been saying Bob Bishop for like a week. In my
0: notes, I put AGB, kind of like the KGB <laughs> in Russia, because Arthur Gary Bishop. And it was making me laugh every time. Anyway, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. All right. It's pretty crazy, honestly. It's like... I guess, like, I've just never seen somebody react this way. Like, he didn't get caught. Did you know that? He never got caught? Like, he just, like... Okay. (laughs) Like, obviously he got caught, but, like, he, like, kind of, like, almost turns himself in. Oh. Okay. So that's interesting and different. All All right. Let's get it. All right. So... Tell me. I got lots of notes here, honestly. So, this is based in like the late 1970s um, to early 1980s, alright? Alright. We're in Utah, obviously. So, this guy goes missing. His name's Graham, and he's a kid. He's like 11 years old. And his mom said he got like a call on the phone, and. Like, she didn't really hear what they were talking about. And he was like, hey, Mom, I'm going to go to, like, the store, like, the country store. Like, just like a like a Maverick or a 7-Eleven, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so she's like, okay, but come back. And he's <laughs> like, okay, bye, Mom. So he leaves. Obviously, he doesn't come back. No. We knew that was going to happen. If you didn't know that was going to happen, I'm not sure you know what this podcast is about. <laughs> what the? Okay, so Graham says he's going to the store goes missing, and she calls the police at 1 a.m., and he left around dinner time, and so it's been, like, a good chunk oh, of time, yeah. and the police say we have to wait until it's been 24 hours. Oh, he's 11. <clears throat> right. Okay. So that's what the police tell her, and the mom's like, because I think that they're like, oh, he might have run away, and um. the mom's like, uh, no. So the mom calls again later, and is like, I know he didn't run away, like, we need to get an investigation started right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 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 <clears throat> so, Graham, like, they put a detective on the case literally just to appease the mother. And, but, so they assign an, a, a detective, but they literally don't start investigating for four days. What? Is this abducted in plain sight? This is some bullshit, if <laughs> I've ever heard it.
1: That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nene Lee's. At Nene Lee's. <laughs> Love you, at Ross Washington. <laughs> All right. All right, so they're trying to figure out what happened to him, and his school friends had the most info. Like, you know kids, like, oh, they absorb yeah. everything. So they had the most info, and um, they said that Graham was planning on going on this big fishing trip, or big, like, camping trip, and he had been looking forward um, to it for some time. And so the police contact, like, the leader of that fishing trip, and it's a guy named Roger Downs. and um. He has a stepson, and so they bring him in, and he has a stepson, and his name is Jeff, not to be confused with, what's Jeff's last name? The other Jeff. McLeod. Jeff McLeod. I, Jeff. So, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Sorry. Yeah. All right, so, they bring in Roger Downs, and he is a 13, he said he's 13 years old, and his son's name is Jeff, and
1: he's Wait, like- Wait, Roger was 13?
0: No, Roger's the dad. Oh. And the son, Jeff, is 13. Okay. Okay? Yeah? Okay. I'm I'm with you. Sorry. No, I was confusing. Alright, so, they bring him in, and the investigator, he was, like, a pretty high-up guy. Okay. Like, he was a really smart, like, uh, detective. Sorry, that's a word that I keep meaning to say, in Utah. And he, like, right away notices something is off. And, it was weird because he had heard from one of the friends, because they were, like, asking about this son, because the son was going to go on the fishing trip, too. And they were, like, oh, actually, like, they were like kind of getting things confused, like Graham and Jeff, and they kinda of make a connection between like these two kids because the kids say, Oh yeah, but Jeff's dad really isn't his dad And the oh. detective's like, Oh yeah, like we know, it's his stepdad. They're like, Oh no, it's not his stepdad either. Oh. And he's like, What the? So he brings him in and he starts talking to him and he can like physically see that this kid, Jeff, is like you know looking down avoiding eye contact just like not in a good place right Mm -hmm. so he wants to get just the boy by himself and since he's such a good um like detective he can already like see the signs of like some stuff and so he's trying to get him to talk to him he knows at this point like concrete knows that that's not his dad okay so he's like asking questions like do you love your dad? Does your dad love you? Like, da-da-da-da. And then once he gets enough cues, he literally says to the kid, okay, so how long has your dad been molesting you? Oh, shit. Just point blank says that. Oh, The kid is silent for, like, so long and just looks up at him and says, my whole life. (gasps) I
1: know. Oh, that breaks my heart. I know, right?
0: So, that kid was Graham. Oh. Wait, I lied. Okay. Wait, wait, cut that out. Wait, no. Wait, no. His name's Jeff. Wait, cut this out. I don't know why I even said that. I don't even know. That's not part of this at all. Yeah, can you cut this out? It's I'm so confusing. It. No, it's so confusing. It. Oh my gosh, I take that back. That's not Graham. Graham's... Graham is not that. Okay. Uh, so Graham's, like, been missing for four days. This is a kay. separate kid.
1: But Jeff and Roger, they... They know Roger's not Jeff's dad, but they haven't asked him if it's his dad yet. No, because the kid is saying it's his dad. Oh, okay. Okay. Are I'm you so... saying that Roger's molesting him?
0: Yeah, he's dead in my whole life. So they bring this other guy in, Roger. Right. And actually, they find out that Roger is, in fact, not his name. Huh. His name is AGB. <laughs> Arthur Gary Bishop. Not to be confused with Bob Bishop. <laughs> the congressman. <laughs> Salute America. Okay. So they find out it's an alias um and they actually find out also that he was previously arrested um for like stealing money. I think it's embezzlement cuz okay. he was like a bookkeeper somewhere and it was like a lot of money like it was a felony and he like didn't like hit, something was wrong. Like he kind of fled his parole like oh he he was already in the wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? Mhm. I don't know how to say it better. All right. So dun, 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 dun. Flipped a page. So, then, they ask this guy. They're like, bro, we know you're not who you say you are. The guy's like, cool. He's like, super cool, calm, collected. And that may- that's kind of creepy. That is really like, creepy. Like, imagine somebody's like, uh, yeah, your name's actually this. And you're trying to hide it. And you're just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, so, then... He, so, they're there, like, they're not there to ask about Jeff being molested his whole life. They're there to figure out where this kid Graham is. Right. Graham and Jeff are not the same person. I just want you to know. I'm so sorry. I saw, like, a line. I just... Hold on. Drink break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, they're like, when was the last time you talked to Graham? Um, we know something happened to him. I don't know if he is hurt or there's been an accident. They're just asking him questions, and... Like, he's calm AF, and he just goes, oh, he's not hurt, he's dead. (gasps) What? Yeah, calm, cool, collected. And the guy's like, oh, how do you know? He goes, oh, because I killed him. No, he did not say that. (coughs) He said that. What? And he's, like, so chill. They say, like, not, they, like, this uh, detective said that this entire time he's talking, like, he doesn't show, like, any emotion. Like at all. What? And he's, like, on, like, tape recording. Just saying, I killed him. Yeah. So, I think of okay. this, like, so, it's kind of, I don't really understand that. I don't think anybody really does. But he turned himself in. Right. Okay. So, he's like, what? what? And he's like, oh, yeah. I killed all the missing boys that have been missing oh. in Utah for the last couple years. And they were, <laughs> he was, this guy is just, like, reeling, like, what the, <laughs> please? <up? laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to swear as much. Her mom listens to this. Jen, I'll swear, though. That's okay. I I already have. Okay, drink break. And lip gloss. Do you like that lip gloss I got yeah, you? Yeah,
1: I do. It's really nice. I got Hannah
0: some lip gloss for Valentine's Day. It's really nice. Cute. <clears throat> Alright, so then, in a matter of 52 minutes, he confesses to killing five boys. What? In 52 minutes, he describes it all. So crazy, huh?
1: So he kind of could have got away with it if yeah, he didn't turn himself in. Yeah, and think about this.
0: There's a kid named Dref in the other room right? who literally is like, hmm, I could be next, you know?
1: Oh my god! All gosh. right.
0: So he tells, um, like, all these murders backwards. Okay. So he's like, oh yeah, I killed Graham just a couple days back. Um, basically... When he got that phone call that I was talking about, he said, like, hey, like come over to my house. And he was planning on taking pictures of him, um, with no clothes on. Oh. Nude. So oh. he was gonna do that, but he like all of a sudden got scared that um he was gonna tell his parents and so he hit him over the head with a hammer and drowned him. Oh my god. Yep. That's right. Okay.
1: Small drink break. <coughs>
0: yeah, Brian's right. sick. She gotta take a drink yeah, I'm every so sorry. Of and I talk so <laughs> okay, so the one before that, so that was in July of 1983. Okay, so just one more, one month before, in June of 1983, there was a guy named Troy Ward, and he was six years old. Oh, I know. And he lured him um, from like a park, like a neighborhood park, took him to his house, same story, and drowned him. Mm. So that's really sad. And then, um. The next victim, so we're going backwards, remember that. So, this is in October 1981. Mm-hmm. So, there's a pretty good gap between there. Yeah. Um, there's a, f- this one, like, I just, like, I'm not saying, like, anything sadder than the other, but four years old oh. wrecks me. Yeah. So, there's a four-year-old, his name is Danny, um, and he lured him from a supermarket, mm-hmm. and same thing. Um, and then, in November of 1980 so this is one year prior um there was a kid named kim peterson um he met him at a roller skating rink and he's like oh like we're gonna go hunting and he like took him like out to like i don't know wherever you go hunting In, like utah i don't really know so yeah i don't hunt so i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyway and so his intention was to take pornographic photos of him, okay. um, but he got scared because the kids started getting suspicious, and since they, he said he was going hunting, he obviously had a gun, and he shot him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um. And so we're going backwards, and so I've already told you about
1: four of the victims, and okay, so... Okay, Were any of these bodies found, or did he get rid of the bodies? Like, were they found and they just didn't no. know? No. No, not... None no, of them were These or bodies... Yet? These are, like,
0: still actively missing kids, like, oh. to everybody.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But they're, like, all about a year apart, if not a little over a year. Yes. So that's, except for, like, at the very like the very end, they were, like, one month apart. Yeah. Okay. Um, so remember, we're going backwards. So the very first victim, um, his name was Alonzo. He was also four years old. Mm. And he lived at the same apartment complex as AGB, Arthur Gary Bishop. And he lured him into his apartment and said, oh, I have, like, a lot of toys inside and I have tons of toys in the bathroom. Oh. And so, like, like, same thing, and he, like, obviously um, started, like, being inappropriate, and the boy was four years old, but he, like, had a smart mom, and the mom had said, like, something about, like, you shouldn't be touched in private areas, and he mm-hmm. was like, my mom, like, told me, like, you're not, like, this four-year-old boy was telling him, like, wow my mom told me, like, this is bad, and so he drowned him mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so, like, that in itself is so crazy, and, like, it's it's a downer. And I hate the, like, anything to do with kids and molestation is just, like, Mm -hmm. sucks so bad. But the trial is crazy. Okay, it's not, like, the crazy, like, it's not long and crazy. Mm -hmm. But, like, what the defense tried to do, I'm, like, shook. Alright, so. Right after this, also. So, remember, he told all these murders in, like, 52 minutes. And the detective is sitting there. He, all he wanted to do was talk to him about Uh, Graham. About one missing boy. And he told him about five people he murdered. And so, literally, he's, like, just, like, stressed, and he's, like, okay, uh, uh he just wants to, like, continue to, you know, like, keep the right. conversation open, basically, and he's, like, can you take me to some of the bodies? Oh. And he took him like, it was, like, 40 miles out in the Utah desert. What? And he took him, and he, they've had three bodies there, and then two other bodies, they were, like, um, just, like, dumped in the forest somewhere, and they But they, were, he took them to all five? He only took them to three, oh. but the other two bodies were found later, just because he told him oh. that they're, like, somewhere okay. around here okay <coughs> yeah. all right so this trial should go pretty like smooth right
1: yes all right so except what if you're the defense attorney right like that's that's like he literally just said i killed these five boys told <coughs> him how he killed them and then took them to their bodies like I how think, are you a defense attorney in that i situation? think the defense
0: attorney in this situation is just like trying,
1: trying to, to, to have him it? not killed trying to lessen his sentence and everything right. not okay that makes sense
0: all right so the prosecution is not too worried um they are like charging him like i mean accusing him of all first degree murders or five counts of first degree murder and to have the death penalty even be considered each and every murder must be deemed um deliberate and like planned out do you oh, know what i'm saying Right, right, right. and not like a crime of passion or like something that was an accident do you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying And so, they did their thing, and then on March 13th, so the prosecution does their thing, March 13th, the defense comes out, starts to, shots fired, honestly. It's crazy, because literally, here's what I wrote, they are going for manslaughter, and that none of them are counts of first-degree murder. And they say that he was in extreme mental and emotional disturbance, and like, He was fueled by pornography, like, it wasn't his fault. It was uncontrollable. What? And it's, they said, in quotations, each murder was an accident. And they're claiming each murder was an accident because he didn't want to kill the kids. He just didn't want the parents to find out.
1: What? Right. That's pretty crazy, huh? That they could pull that. That is. I mean, I don't think they were premeditated. Because it sounds like he just wanted to do, like gross, terrible things, take pictures, but then got scared. So I don't think they were premeditated. But I do think they were deliberate. Like, he wanted them to die. But, yeah, I don't think it was an accident, for sure. Right. All right, so that's what the defense goes after. Jury
0: goes um, to make their decision. The court packs up. The jury makes a decision within minutes, and they're like, everybody get back in the courtroom, and that never happens. They were planning on it being, like, overnight, it's literally. Usually,
1: yeah, or at least, like, hours.
0: Because one of them is either you get the death penalty or one's, like, a life sentence. And so in a matter of minutes, this jury decides this guy's going to die. What? Crazy, huh? Wow, okay. So, um, and it's super crazy because um, pretty much Arthur Gary Bishop dug himself a grave because he says in his trial him this is a quote I'm glad you guys caught me because I would do it again if I had the chance because he like he was like I couldn't help it wow so like I also think that's why he admitted it like he needed somebody to stop him like he was he was ill oh I know crazy um so the jury's like yep gotta go gotta go um And then on March 27th, 1984, um, in Utah, what they let, at
1: this point, I don't know if this is still true, they let you choose, like, how you want to die. I think, I think that's still true, because I think the two options in Utah are lethal injection and and firing squad. Yeah,
0: so that's what he chose between, and he chose lethal injection, and so he chose that on March 27th, 1984, but he didn't actually die until... June 10th
1: I just put 198 <laughs> did you mean 1998 no
0: 1980 wait when did he choose it he chose 1984 wait Maybe let me it was 19- I hate myself 1988 <laughs> when here let me google it when, when did, did AGB die Arthur Gary Bishop <laughs> where's our fact checker hey
1: Lord. don't you have a computer <laughs> open right
0: next to you Okay, June nineteen eighty eight.
1: Oh, okay. So okay. the death penalty was carried out. Wow, so that was four years after he chose. Yeah. It's usually like usually they're on death row for a long <laughs> time. <coughs> yeah. But there's not a lot of people in death row like from Utah, maybe. That's I true. Don't. Right now there's I looked it up today actually. There's like a handful. But not a lot. No. Definitely not a lot.
0: Alright, so that took like a lot of energy because I was sick, but that's where it's pretty crazy
1: okay. for happening in
0: Utah and honestly only like thirty years ago.
1: Yeah, pretty recently. But here's the thing. Would you choose lethal injection or would you choose firing squad? I don't know because I hear, well, I don't like hear,
0: obviously. But, like, I have heard theories, I guess, that lethal injection, like, so it obviously, like, makes you not be able to, like, move or to talk. But, like, you're, like, it still hurts, but you are Mm -hmm. not able to move
1: or talk. So I don't know. And it takes like a different amount of time for everyone. Like, it could kill you in like two minutes, or it could take like twenty-five minutes. You know? Yeah. And so, who knows like how much pain you're in? Yeah. If you I had a high metabolism,
0: then I don't think it's it always like time.
1: that. I don't know. I've heard that it's not. I've heard both. It's like it could be painful, or it could just be <coughs> but whatever. I don't, but they can't test it. There's I feel no like way. firing squad just seems so much more aggressive and scary. But also, like they cover it your would... head with like a sack, and like you're just sitting there. And so it's, like, stressful, but then I would, feel like you would die on impact.
0: Yeah, you totally would die on so impact. So I feel like it'd be
1: easier. Would
0: you hear the gunshot? Probably. I would ask for, like, um, okay, this is stupid. Like, I hate thinking like about this.
1: Like, noise-canceling ones? Yeah.
0: Because I don't want to hear them load their gun or cock it. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? That Yeah, that part makes sense. I don't know. I don't think they get to choose that much. Probably not. I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know. So anyway, that story's pretty effed up, but yeah, anything to do with kids is always effed. Yeah, up. for sure. Like it's like one thing if this guy's like, I'm not saying this is better, but like Ted Bundy's out here killing like 20 year old women, <laughs> right? But this guy's out here killing four year old Alonzo. Alonzo, I know that's a cute name.
1: So that makes me really sad.
0: And it's it's it gets even sadder when like like uh uh, like, their kids, because you don't know what their life would be like, because, like, right now, yeah. they would be, like, well, they would be,
1: they'd be, like, like in their 30s. Late 30s, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's yeah. just crazy to think about.
1: That makes me really sad.
0: Anyway, that's why I went first, because I thought you guys might be a little, like, a little sniffly, you know? <laughs> just like me, but, like, mine's not a choice. Okay.
1: Sick mine's, guys. like, I'm mine's ready. Like- Mine's not as sad. There's not kids in it. Well, but you know? it's a little weird. It is weird. I like a little creepy every now and then. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. So this story is about Ronnie Lee Gardner, who was born in Salt Lake City, and he was the last guy to be executed in Utah. Like, Right. In 2010, he was executed, and no one in Utah has been executed since then. Um. So, background story: He was born in Salt Lake, and his parents had seven kids. His dad was like an alcoholic, and he left the family when Ronnie Lee Gardner was like maybe like 18 months old. The dad left and just decided to start a family with like another lady. Like was just like, "F you guys, I'm out of here." G2G. Yes. Huh. Okay. Except he's not coming back. <coughs> He didn't, he said G2G, but he didn't say BRB. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) He did. He did. Okay. So this part, this part makes me really sad, actually. Like, I know the, the thing that's hard with, like, people that are murderers, it's like, sometimes people are just the worst, and then other times it's like, also, they just have a really shitty upbringing, and so you still feel bad, because at this point, when he's two years old, like, he hasn't done anything. Right. You know, so, like, you can you can feel bad for him, but yeah. when he was two, he was found malnourished and wandering the streets around, like, just alone in a diaper.
0: Yeah, and you totally can feel bad for somebody because things like this shape them and right. make them the way they, they are, and you're like, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks so bad.
1: And here's the other thing I was thinking. So, he was just found in the streets, malnourished, child welfare, like, found him, filed this whole petition, and... um. Took him into custody and then later he was returned to his mother. But here's my thing if you have seven kids and you have like your two year olds malnourished walking around the streets without you, like, I don't know. A lot of people are against abortion, but also maybe you just don't have kids if you're not ready. Yeah. Or like put them up for adoption.
0: Uh, yeah. And I know like the system, like, um as far as like the foster system can be like really scary and adoption can be really scary, but it's just like. I don't I I don't know I feel like like things like that just like
1: I mean first of all get on birth control yeah but if you're not going to be if you can't do it if you're not going to be like responsible enough then maybe that's why we have abortion because not everyone's going to be responsible and we don't need people like Ronnie Lee Gardner running around you know what I mean
0: yeah, I get you.
1: I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it's super but anyway, hard.
0: anyway, a hard topic. Hard. It is a little bit of a downer. It is. We're not downing people. <laughs> the only thing down about my life is my anatomy test tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, cry. Everyone pray for Briar.
0: Please, actually, can you? <laughs> Wait, I need it like tomorrow. Yeah. Will it be up by tomorrow? Yeah,
1: this will be up tomorrow, the oh, day of Briar's test. What time's your test at?
0: It's at two. F- it's at. T- it's at one.
1: Sorry. Okay. So this will be up by, like, 8 o'clock. Hopefully people listen to it when it first comes out. Just cross
0: your fingers, something. Just Come
1: on. do something. Briar needs all the help she can I'm get. I'm serious. I'm not dumb. It's just hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So his dad had left, but the whole time, like, his dad said, I don't think I'm your biological father. And, like, frequently told him he doesn't think he's his father. Oh. So I feel like that'd be hard. That would be
0: weird. Like, growing
1: up, your dad's just like, I'm not your dad. Yeah. I don't think I'm your dad. It would make you question who you are. Yeah. So um, it said that he says he was raised by his older sister because his family was obviously, like, really <coughs> just, like, a hard home life. Mm-hmm. And he said he was sexually abused by some of his siblings. Oh. I don't know if it like... Do you know who, how many siblings he had? Who knows if it's true? There were seven of them. Oh. And so I don't know how true it is. But it's just from him saying this. And then he said sometimes him and his sister would run away to a, like, hobo camp just to seek refuge. I think it's just – it doesn't say, but I'm just assuming maybe it's, like, under a bridge with, like, all those people, like, homeless people in, like, tents or something. Yeah,
0: and they would give them some – Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that is – Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like, things like this, they shape you, man.
1: Yeah, and so he was young, and then it says when he was 10 – He was already addicted to drugs and um, had a lot of access to alcohol. That breaks me. So it's like, yeah,
0: kids like in drugs like is so crazy, because. So I don't. I think I've told you this story before, but my aunt knew a man, and the man said that he had tried meth when he was thirteen years old, and he was saying this when he was like forty, and he's like, I never tried it again, but I think about that high. Every single day, and I'm freaking forty years old. Oh, so it's just like the impacts that like drugs can have at a young age. I'm actually taking the drugs and behavior class right now. It's just crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's sad because it's like when you're ten and you're out on your own, like no parents, no one's taking care of you. Mm -hmm. Like obviously, a lot like that's gonna happen. Yeah, and then it's it makes the rest of your life really hard. Right. Um yeah so it skips back like it skips into a little bit um he his mom gets remarried okay and eventually like has more kids with her new husband and then um her new husband would use ronnie lee gardner and like some of his siblings Mm -hmm. to be lookouts while he went and like robbed houses oh shit so the stepdad is like robbing houses and they're like the lookouts and the getaway driver
0: okay that's crazy
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh my gosh so it's like he never really had a chance that would make you not feel guilt as a kid okay right. like that's an assumption i'm not a psychologist i think <laughs> i am all the time but like that's how but it's like if like you're... justification of behavior like that your whole life would yeah. just make you not know what right and wrong is and it's
1: just and it's like if when you're a kid you <laughs> think your parents are perfect <laughs> right. and that everything they're doing is right so it's like if your dad's doing this, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's like a normal, like, that's okay. Right. Yeah. So, um, that happened. And then in his early teens, like, he was just always at detention centers, all this stuff. Um, and then, let's see, he went to the Utah State Industrial School in Ogden. And he said that he, um, Hold on, sorry, I lost my spot. You're fine. I'm chilling. My drink! Okay, so he, he had a brother, and his brother had, like, a roommate. And the roommate eventually became his foster parent, kind of. Yeah. Um, But that his foster parent... It was, like, his... I don't know, It yeah, it just says officially became a foster parent to him and his brother. And it says, um, his name was Jack Stat. And it says, Stat performed sex acts on us and explained, I thought life like that was normal. That sucks. So he just keeps going, like getting into worse and worse situations. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he said, he told a psychologist about it. And the psychologist said it sounded like Stat was a pedophile. And I'm like, you fucking think he sounds like a pedophile? (laughs) It's like on, it's like on abducted
0: implants that he's like, yeah, he just liked little girls. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding? (laughs)
1: Exactly. Yeah. But then it's hard too, because then it's like the whole Stockholm syndrome thing. And he said, Jack was a good man. He really tried to help us out. And so it's like, he thought he was getting help because he was living with this guy. Yeah. But really this guy was taking advantage of him. Right. Um. So, we'll skip forward a little bit. <coughs> he, let's see. He got convicted of robbery. Who in he? oh the, him yeah okay yeah. Wait, hold the phone. You are I'm holding like the phone. seriously.
0: Do you need me to do a quick Just seeing a little... break? Yeah okay. Don't look at me like What's that, Taylor. I haven't really decided. Kay. If you want it, you got it. If you want it, baby, you just bust a move. <laughs> if you want it. Hey, have you ever seen The Blind Side? Yeah. And then they get in a car accident. Oh. I was just singing that, and that came in my head, and I got sad. New song. Uh. Mm, uh. Okay, I got it. Look at me. I'm the king of New York. <laughs> That's on Newsies. <laughs> hey, uh, Isaac at uh, Christian. I'm better than you. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Okay. Okay. So, he meets this lady named Deborah. Deb. A- and they have a daughter in 1977 and then a son in 1980. But then he was convicted of robbery and sent to the Utah State Prison the same month that his son was born. Oh, day. Yeah, so that's kind of hard. Then he successfully escaped the prison's maximum security unit in April 1981 and was shot in the neck while attempting to kill a man who he believed raped his girlfriend. I don't think they were married at the time yet. Okay. So he, (laughs) that's so crazy. He escapes prison and then was shot in the neck trying to kill someone. What's up with Utah prisons being so easy to escape? Oh. Ted Bundy. You know what? Ronnie Lee I Gardner. have a plan.
0: Let me just get sent to prison <laughs> and I'm going to try to escape.
1: Okay. Uh, I bet I could. I'd... With the track record of these guys? <laughs> I know. Okay. So. In August 1984, he escaped from custody from the hospital after faking an illness by vomiting. <laughs> I Sorry. just don't get how. Okay. Anyway. Let me um, just do that, too. He attacked an officer, forced him to unlock the shackles, and said, I guess you know if that doctor comes back, I'll have to kill you both. So the officer was like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I'll let you <laughs> oh go. Oh, my gosh. Um, the officer's like, skirt. Okay, Goodbye. <laughs> <like, laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so then he <coughs> he said he didn't want to hurt anyone and just wanted to be free. Dude, you're so, free. Dude, you're free. Yeah, that's a quote from Starstruck. Star Starstruck, <laughs>
0: cameras flashing, cover of a magazine, oh, okay. driving fancy cars, <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard. Oh my gosh, how do I know? I don't oh, know how it. you remember this Feel the songs. crowd screaming my name.
1: <laughs> dude, I missed this. Oh. My singing voice. I know, Briar was gone last week, so she couldn't sing, and Jeff I, didn't sing for her. I honestly. Haven't
0: like in like the last week and a half, I have seen Hannah less than like three times, and, and it's weird, tragic. <laughs> like I haven't seen Ava in so long, and I'm sad.
1: Oh, you'll see her this week for sure.
0: I know for sure, but I want to see her before I go to Idaho. I know. I'll come over.
1: Okay. Okay. Skirt. We're ready Kay. to keep so, going. At this point, he's escaped from jail, escaped from um, the hospital, everything. In 1984, he robbed a tavern in Salt Lake City and was under the influence of cocaine, so obviously not in his right mind. He shot the bartender in the face Sheesh. and killed him. Um, <laughs> and the bartender's cousin was there and said the robbery was less than a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! So a hundred, like less than a hundred dollars. In my that opinion, that
0: means you're just doing it for sport. Yeah. Well, his dad, his stepdad, just did it like it was normal, so it was like I know. But was his stepdad like no? Sh- like I'm not saying go rob a house, but right. like rob a house with m- like if you're gonna get a couple thousand dollars, don't rob a house for a hundred
1: bucks and kill somebody while you're at it. Right. So um. <coughs> this is this is the weirdest part. So he went to the funeral of the bartender that he shot in the that face. he shot in the face and pretended to be a childhood friend. Oh my gosh, Which is so crazy, like, what? That's messed up. Maybe, did he
0: feel bad? Maybe no. Maybe he was just a narcissist, and he was like, put him in
1: the ground. (sighs) Maybe. I don't know. But, the police got a tip, and a couple weeks later arrested him, um, and he was held in custody of, his bail was $1.5 million. Sheesh. He's like, don't worry, I have some money from when I robbed. Less than $100. Yeah but you only have to pay 10% of it to actually get out, right? Yes, but that's 105,000. still yeah, it's still a lot. Skirt. Um Yeah, so then during his trial for that murder, it was 1985, uh-huh. he attempted to escape again. Oh, with a revol- he, so he this is the craziest thing. He smuggled a gun into You're kidding. The trial. He smuggled <laughs> a gun into his own trial. Yeah. So, the Salt Lake City Fire Department- Goodbye. This guy named Jim said he thinks that the gun was passed to him as he was being escorted into the courthouse from the underground parking lot. So, someone, like, passed him, and while he's being escorted, they think that it was, like- Handed to him. Yeah. Because you're not in cuffs, right? He might have been, which is why maybe they were, like, But maybe the cuffs were, like, in front of him. Do you know what I'm saying? Or maybe they put it in, like, a coat, in a pocket. I don't know. Because if you if you had
0: handcuffs in front of you, you could put something in your pocket.
1: Yeah, um. So then, when he tried to escape, he was shot in the chest by a guard, um, and then wounded a a bailiff who didn't have a gun, shot him in the abdomen. Jeez, I know. I feel like that would hurt so much. The like abdomen? in the arm would hurt. Like everywhere would hurt. Everywhere that's like non lethal, I feel like would hurt. But my stomach hurts all the time. So I feel like that would just that's just not I would hate that. I feel well, like it's like your abs, like you, you use your like abs to You yeah, you're time. right. You use it your all those muscles are like everything you do. Yeah. Just think about like when you do an ab workout like everything you do the next day hurts. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Me trying to, like, really rack my brain of what it would feel like to get shot in the abdomen. <laughs> like, I was just in a trance.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he shot him in the abdomen, um, ran to the courtroom archives, and confronted the attorneys. Um, so Gardner pointed the gun at one of the attorneys and said, um, the guy said, oh my god, Gardner <coughs> shot him in the eye. Ew, why does he shoot so many <laughs> in the face? I'm thinking either he's just a really bad shot. Or a good one. Or he just thinks that's cool. Like, what? That's cool. (laughs) I don't know. I I wouldn't shoot anyone in the face. I Um, I don't want to see it. It would explode. Your It would be Your head would explode. He made his way outside the building and dozens of police were there. Then he threw the gun down and said, don't shoot. I don't have a gun. You fucking bitch. You have a gun. We just (laughs) saw you throw it. He throws it down. It goes off when he throws it down. No, that didn't happen, but it would be funny. Uh, yeah. So he was taken to the University of Utah Health Services Center. Why? Because they said he was in serious condition. Because he was shot. They uh. shot him in the chest. Um, one of the guards died 45 minutes later in Suck. surgery. Uh, another one survived surgery and was in critical condition. Um, <laughs> and then, let's see. So, the guard who shot him They said he should have kept shooting until he was dead, which is kind of unfair because it's like, I don't know, to shoot someone, you probably think like, okay, that's going to like stop him. Mm -hmm. He's not just thinking like, I'm going to kill this guy right now, you know, because he's not trying to just kill him. He's just trying to get him to stop. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if it was a really bad situation, he would most likely just keep going, but he probably didn't think he would be using, like he would be going that hard yeah yeah so um in 1985 he was diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder okay so like, like what? I he know that's like, like, like a people I don't know like
0: what I just like don't like I I'm not saying like it's not a valid thing I just don't understand it like I don't I don't know what about this made
1: him them. I feel like this is just like with it. Like maybe it's not the reason he's doing all of this, but maybe it's like a part of it and maybe it's just hard for him. Okay. Cuz he he had a really shitty life. Right. So like it sucks. <coughs> I'm not saying anything he's done is justified, but it's also like if he had a different life, maybe he would have turned out differently. Yeah. No, I you're right. So, um in 1985, he pleaded guilty to the murder of the bartender.
0: Okay.
1: And received a sentence of life imprisonment, imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Okay. Um. Then he... Let's see. In 1985, later that year, so the, he pleaded guilty in June. In October, he had the option of a verdict for the lesser offense of manslaughter if they found him to be under mental or emotional duress when he shot the guard who died. Oh. So... They deliberated less than three hours, and
0: mm-hmm. found
1: him guilty of capital murder. Sure. Um, he was ultimately sentenced to death, and he chose um, firing squad. Hmm. So He's this like, was his. I shot some people in the face. Me, Shoot me in the face. Let me see what it feels like. Yeah, this was his quote when they asked him what he wanted. He said, "I'd prefer to die of old age, Your Honor, but if oh. that ain't possible, I'll take the firing squad." <laughs>
0: a smart ass, I'm sorry. But But if if I was a judge, if I was a judge, and I'm asking somebody point blank, a murderer, in fact, uh, like, what way do you want to die? And he goes, I like to die of old age, (laughs) your honor. I really would be like,
1: (laughs) shoot him right there in the courtroom.
0: I would be like, fellas, (laughs) I would say this, I would stand up in my chair, I would say everyone in this room, listen to me. I will not stand for any smartassery. <laughs> and I would sit back down, and I would do the thing where you point two fingers at your eyes, and you point two fingers at the guy. And that's what I would do. And then I would probably get that, what's the thing? The mallet. Oh, yes. And I would hit it
1: a couple times. Yeah, maybe I would even throw it at that guy. Do you want to hear the craziest part of this? What's the craziest part? <laughs> okay, so um he was... <clears throat> like, on like on death row. Mm-hmm. It's 1987, so two years after he pleads guilty. Mm-hmm. He broke a glass partition in a no. visiting area no. and had sex with a woman who he was meeting with and all the other inmates cheered him on and barricaded the doors so the guards couldn't get in. <laughs> <gasps> what? <laughs> he broke
0: a glass partition. Like the, the, the glasses in between when you talk to somebody. Mm hmm. Oh, how did that go? <laughs> I don't Like, who, who, so wait, you're saying somebody, which means it wasn't his girlfriend or that. It was... just says a woman that was oh, visiting him. Absolutely not. This is and all not the other love inmates. And
1: like, all the other inmates were like, Hell yeah, he can get it. <coughs> and just like cheered him on, barricaded the doors, oh made sure God. no one was getting in there. <gasps> Yeah, I'm honestly shook. What the heck is that? It said, um, although Gardner had knocked out all the lights, an officer in the control room could still see what was going on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He claimed that he broke the glass on accident. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: I've never heard of anything like this.
1: Um... Yeah, then, in 1994, oh, no. so this was seven years later, Yeah, he fermented his own alcohol in his prison cell sink and got drunk. This guy making motherfucking kombucha. <laughs> <grudges. laughs> and he stabbed another inmate with a shiv that he made from a pair of sunglasses. Oh. And he had nine puncture wounds on his face, mouth, arm, and chest that were life-threatening.
0: I hate myself for saying this, but this guy's creative.
1: He can make something out of nothing. I know. He ma- The guy made a full recovery, in case you were wondering. Which, okay, I'm <laughs> just going to keep going off of what I just said.
0: Hold on. <laughs> this leads me to believe that if he hadn't murdered all these people and he used this energy for something good, he would be so smart.
1: Wow. Okay, keep going. Okay. So, um, he So, the guy survived, but he was still charged with another capital crime. So, um, yeah. So he's just, they're just adding on to it. Um, then he, he told a judge in 1991 that he was motivated by his children to seek a lethal injection, but then later changed his mind. No, they later changed their minds. The kids? And then this is what he said. Oh, No. In case you didn't see this, because- Hannah's arm is on my shoulder. I'm touching Briar's shoulder for this. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Okay. He said he preferred the firing squad because of his Mormon heritage. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. First of all, I don't understand what that means in Mormon heritage. Honestly? Second, if you're a fucking loser, don't bring any church, don't drag any, like, good thing Across that, because we don't need that associated with you. Oh my, oh. Yeah. Anyway. This guy. This was his quote. I like the firing squad. It's so much easier and there's no <gasps> I mistakes. I like. <laughs> there's no
0: mistakes. <laughs> oh. I feel like my jaw just keeps getting
1: lower and lower.
0: <laughs> this guy re-
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Um, okay, so then. We're still going this guy yeah we're we're almost done
0: he hasn't um, died yet <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i feel like he really lived his life in those seven years that he didn't die he,
1: he literally had sex with someone in prison he broke the glass i i cannot i cannot believe that like i know it happened and but then, i i'm shocked in 2010 so this is the year he was executed this was his quote are you ready oh no i can do a lot of good Oh. First of all, I'm a good example. Oh. There's no better example in the state of what not to do. <laughs>
0: <gasps> oh, Lord, help me. Oh. This guy's like, you're welcome. He He's singing this song. He's the original writer of the Moana song. He goes, what can I say <laughs> except you're welcome? And all of us are like, who asked you? You know? Exactly. Oh, I cannot believe this guy. I know. This guy really was a smartass. He really was. And
1: it doesn't- Who's writing down these freaking quotes? (laughs) It really doesn't say, like, anything about his education, but, like, judging by his childhood, I'm guessing he doesn't have a ton. I would not guess that, because this guy's smart, in my opinion. Well, he is, but maybe it's just street smarts.
0: Yeah, well, that takes you a lot of places. I mean, books, but I mean, like, anatomy, (sighs) Yeah, it'll take me somewhere, but I don't know if it'll take me as far as learning to change a tire because I can't get anywhere without a car. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. so the year he's supposed to be executed, his family and a bunch of other people protest at the state capitol um, because they want an alternative to the death penalty, and it, the protest was also, um, Brian King, who was a Utah House, like he was in the House of Representatives, um. <laughs> He urged the legislature to consider, reconsider the use of capital punishment. Oh. So, yeah, he...
0: I just feel like, I'm not saying like, I'm not even taking a stance at I'm just saying, if he has been, like, sentenced to that for that many years, carried out. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at this point, how it's been like 10 years, over 10 years, right?
1: Yeah, it's been over... Well, in 2010, he did all these crimes in like 85. Yeah,
0: that's what so. I'm saying. It's been
1: so long. Yeah. Oh. Um. Okay, so are you ready to hear his last meal? Oh, no. Okay, here's the thing that's a little weird. So he oh. was executed on June 18th, 2010. Okay. His last meal was June 15th because he wanted to have a 48-hour fast in between. Who? Who is who is this guy (laughs) i don't know i don't think they always do that right that's not a thing
0: i didn't know you got to choose
1: that i don't know here's his last meal are you ready i'm not is it chick-fil-a no i'm just kidding steak right lobster tail and uh, um apple pie yeah vanilla ice cream yes and seven up
0: i'm not trying to who the fuck drinks seven up still oh I was just going to say, I'm not trying to say this, but I feel like my dad would pick the exact same meal.
1: (laughs) And then... He just likes pie. He began a 48-hour fast and watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They let him watch Lord (laughs) of the Rings?
0: I would watch The Devil Wears Prada and Legally Blonde. I was going to say Legally Blonde would be yours for sure. But like The Devil Wears Prada first
1: and then, you know, finish it off with Legally Blonde. Oh, here. It says, according to his lawyers, the fast was motivated by spiritual reasons. I yes, And his family and his LDS bishop Can came to visit him train? before his execution. The bishop yeah. came to visit this guy? I think a lot of times when oh. people are on death row, they all of a sudden find Jesus and like have some sort of like bishop, rabbi, mm. preacher, like someone comes to oh the jail my to visit them. Gosh. Could you imagine being that bishop? That poor man's no. probably like, I don't want to be here. Oh my Okay.
0: People got hearts of gold. Well, guess what? That's not me. That's all I'm saying.
1: He walked into the place where he was going to be executed. Oh they my. said, do you have any last words? And he responded, I do not. No.
0: At least he wasn't smart-assy there. <laughs> I, I was going to say, if he said some
1: some long response, I would. And here's the thing that's so weird. It says he was executed on June 18th, 2010 at 12.15 a.m. So, like, midnight? He wanted to do it under the full moon, so it was by firing squad. So here's how it works: Tell He's I... placed in restraints on a black metal chair. Will you plug in my phone. Uh, I'm listening. Do I have...
0: do... There's only charges over there. Oh. Here. Oh, sorry. It was a bad throw. Okay, sorry for that small
1: sidebar. He. He's in a black metal chair, he's restrained, and he has a hood covering his head. And then there were sandbags, like, around him, so that if anything ricocheted off the walls, like, it would just hit the sandbags. Oh, I didn't And know not, that. like, hit the wall and go back and hit anyone else, right? Okay. So the firing squad was five anonymous volunteers who were all certified police officers. Oh, volunteers. They stand about 25 feet away from him and aim at a white target that's positioned over his heart. Um, And then one of the rifles is selected at random with a non-lethal wax bullet so that nobody knows with certainty who is the one that shot him and actually killed him. Right, I knew that. Cuz that'd be kind of hard. No, it would cuz then you would feel like blood on your hands. Yeah. Um it says he was wearing a dark blue jumpsuit and it made it difficult to see the blood from his wounds because it was so, like his shirt was so dark that you couldn't see the blood seeping through. Yeah. Um but then a medical examiner removed his hood and saw like his lifeless face. Yeah. I thought that I don't like I'm not
0: I just, like, this is just, like, my head. I thought that they shot him in the head. I mean, the heart makes more sense, but I just don't know why I thought that.
1: I honestly thought it was the head, too.
0: I just, I had this picture in my head, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm so stupid. I had a picture of, like, ten people standing around him in a circle, but that couldn't work because they would all shoot each other. So I'm so stupid. That's a picture I've had in my head for years. And I just barely figured out that I'm stupid. Oh my god. This is an
1: epiphany. It's okay. You learn something new every day. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for teaching me something new today. So he was pronounced dead 7 minutes later. How? Um What? I just 7 minutes is a long time. Oh, I thought you said how, not wow. Oh, and then here's the thing. Here's the thing. So his family wasn't there, obviously. He asked them not to be there. Yeah. Like I feel like lethal injection's a little bit easier to yeah, be Yeah, like on Grey's
0: Anatomy, like when they yes. like Meredith comes out for that
1: guy. Yeah. Yeah. His friends and family gathered outside the prison and had a candlelit vigil while playing Free Bird by Leonard Skinnard. Oh, should we play that <laughs> shit? <laughs> well, I'll add it in. oh wait, maybe it's got a royalty. Maybe I'll add it in there What But if, if you I play can.
0: it like this for like a second then, can I play be a it on joke? my phone real quick?
1: Just like a little I just like don't know it play just the intro that's it. We will ju- you've never heard it? I can't think of it. Freebirds the longest freaking song ever. Well,
0: I just want to hear the intro.
1: Okay. No, I'm just <laughs> saying like it's really a long.
0: <laughs> well, I just want to hear like 10 seconds. Okay. Let me see if it's a banger or not.
1: It's on the 80s version of Guitar Hero. They're not all 80s versions. Okay. Hold on. Let's get to like a chorus part. Oh, okay.
0: This is on Guitar Hero. I rock at that. It's if you nine minutes. To know. Nine
1: minutes. Yeah. So they're playing that at the candlelit vigil. Oh my. Goodness. Um. And for a murderer, mind you. Yes, and some of them wore shirts with his prison number one four eight seven three. Ugh. Oh. Ah. Oh. And then he was cremated and released to his daughter to be taken back to Idaho with family members. Idaho? <laughs> it doesn't oh, say Oh, that really got me at the <laughs> end. That
0: really got me. So you're telling me his MF ashes are in Idaho right now?
1: Yeah. They were probably-, probably.
0: They're probably spread. Scattered and burly. I probably was windy one day and I fucking inhaled them. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, that was pretty crazy. So that's the last time anyone was executed in Utah. At the
0: beginning, I didn't think it was that crazy. And then he started, like, right after he got arrested, he was like,
1: I'm living it up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the heck? And it's like, he just, it was all because of a robbery gone bad. That's weird. Like, just go to jail for robbery, get out, do it again if you yeah. want. but Don't like, make somebody give you a gun and shoot somebody in the face. Oh, shoot two people in the face. I just... Whoa. I don't know. Sometimes we get a little riled up. I've been thinking about that all day today. <laughs> I was
0: excited for it. You came through, honestly. I was lit. Thank you. Thank you that for telling me that lit. a firing squad doesn't go in a circle. Yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but that was a kind of a
1: dumb thought for me. Oh, on a lighter note... What? Um... This Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. March first. yeah. Spring, please. If Spring can hear me, I'm begging. <laughs> come through. It's Tyler Averett's birthday. Tyler. Oh, we love Tyler. Yeah, shout out to Tyler. Happy birthday on Friday. How old is he gonna be? He's gonna be twenty-three. <gasps> old. I know. Yeah, shout out to Tyler. Shout out. Um Do you have anything else? Uh I don't think so. Mm. yeah
0: it's been good i missed i missed this i know it's only one week but it had me sad i know honestly dude we need to record in burley yes we like a short 20 minute podcast with the fam okay dude honestly
1: they're funny my dad (gasps) briar's dad you guys are gonna get to meet miguel
0: i'm gonna show you (laughs) and remember that video i keep telling you about that's like The World War II video that I made in junior high. I have it on my computer. (laughs) I'm gonna show it to you right after this. Okay.
1: Oh my gosh! (laughs) I've been waiting to show you this for like two years. I know you have. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm leaving
1: now. Bye everyone. Thanks
0: for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Roger That. Now, Roger That and get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Just gotta go.